but at the same time, like what I would do for like a baseball game right now. Yeah. And of course I love baseball, but like, <sighs> so, so wait, can you still do fantasy? No, you, no, no, no not nothing. at all. Fantasy. And our, our league is just on hold. We can't fantasy even do fantasy. is based on the results from real baseball. Oh, it's okay. not like, I know uh, and real fantasy. football and all yeah. of that. Yeah. It's not, so. it's not like, uh, I mean, I've done fantasy. <laughs> yeah. We all know. <laughs> But I think, you, you especially know. with the hair now, about this is like somebody else, wow. you know, it's like <laughs> eventually okay. if it grows out long enough, I'm going to grab it. Oh boy. <laughs> Should I leave? <laughs> Please don't. Please don't leave me alone with him. I just found out my tight end who didn't even play last year is going to town. I know. And I was just like having a meltdown. And I, everybody who's like, who's happy about it is texting me. Like, did you know? Ding, ding, ding. Oh my God. And I'm trying to wrap up my work day and this is going off. And I'm like, everybody can just. Oh my gosh. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. <laughs> you're you're shaking. You're visibly shaken by this. Oh, I'm all right. I'm just. Ugh. I think it's because there's no sports news. There's uh-huh. nothing, and this makes us feel normal for right one second. And people are like, "Oh, this is so good!" Like anything against the Patriots. Yeah, you um. Wait, you can't hear me. Oh, it was weird. Oh. You were like talking and I had like no sound from you. So. Oh no, I muted it so I could yell to him to turn oh. something off. <laughs> uh, I'm so like, so now are you going to become a different, is that going to be like your new fan, like your new team now? Uh, I, I don't know. My youngest are you a is, fan of the Patriots or are you a fan of Tom Brady? No, I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan, but I, thought. I mean, there's, I think there's a time where you become a sports fan that, I think watching him down there is going to is going to be an adjustment. It's going to be very hard not to root for for that duo um as long as they're like not against the Patriots, you know. Like I have a very hard time when the Patriots play the Chargers. It was easier oh, when I the Chargers when the Chargers moved to San Diego or uh, from San Diego to LA, I was so mad. I was just so mad. <laughs> so isn't there room in your heart for more than one team? Well, I just don't like the fact that, like, from the time I was small, like, the Chargers were saying that they were going to move to L.A., like, the amount of L.A. talk. And then they finally did. And it's like, 
I don't know. It's just weird. But I'm in math, so what am I supposed to do? I don't know. There's no sports. This is what's going on. (laughs) There will be, and they will come back with a vengeance, and then all will be right in the world, and you'll be pleasant again, and then everything (laughs) will just go back. (laughs) We'll just go back to normal. The funny thing is, is I'm actually great for this whole thing. Like, I really... I love working from home. I've wanted to work from home. I go into my office every day, sit down, don't talk to anybody because my job is very, you know, unique in that way. So I'm just like, I don't have to drive anywhere. This is great. I don't have any of those like drive by like chitter chatter people that like to talk to you about nothing. Like I just, it's so great. Like that, I'm trying to look at the positive. So like for that, I'm like, this is, this is fantastic. All the gas money you're saving and that gas. I don't have to be on the 91, which is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I'm, I I don't know. I'm happy. I'm trying to be happy. I'm looking at the positives. Good for you. That's, that's where I'm at. I'm loving it too. I don't want to, I do want it to end because I know that so many people want it to end, but I'm thrilled to be doing like, I love this. <laughs> I love having everybody home. I love everybody's having breakfast, lunch, and dinner around each other, not necessarily together because everybody's schedule is different. Right. But um, like last night, my husband made like one of those um, charcuterie plates. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying it correctly. But, um, and we, like the kids were kind of sitting on the floor. One was on the couch next to us and we were watching Jeopardy and everyone was shooting answers. Like, I, I loved that. Yeah, I, it's, it's really made people, you know, really reimagine what to do with their time and yeah. how to, you know, section off their, their day or their week a little differently than what they were used to. It's, it's been interesting. I mean, other than the fact that like, I'm like one of those like high risk cases, like if I get it, I'm like definitely not in a good spot. Other right. than that, like I'm just staying yeah, you're inside. A, you're a health risk. We got to yeah. watch you. Yeah. But I'm not going anywhere. So no, but st- I'll be one of those people that won't be able to like re-enter like, like as other people can kind of start to re-enter for a little bit, as long as it's like a big, like it's out there. Like I, I'll have to really watch it. But. Well, the scary thing is like one, one of the things I'm, I realize is that when kids start school in the beginning of September, they almost always get the stomach flu anyway. Anytime mm-hmm. you're around, or if you just go anywhere where you're around kids as an adult, all those germs that, you know, the Petri dish that is a school. Oh, yeah. You're going to get something, whether it's a cold, the flu, strep throat. Pink um, eye. Pink eye. <laughs> everything. Stomach virus. You're always going to get it within the first six weeks of school. It's, it whips around. It does it after Christmas break. It does it after spring break. It always does that. So yeah. it's, people are going to be they have to be almost reminded the first week of school, listen, everybody's going to get sick again because they always do when it's not the end of the world. You don't have to crawl back under your rock. And, you know, you know, people are going to absolutely panic the first time that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like that's, it's just the way it always is. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to them knowing more about how, you know, what they can do and, and what we can um, you know, handle it because it's obviously something that's not going to just completely technically go away. It doesn't seem like, um, from everything we're reading, but I don't know, but man, it's been very odd. Last time we talked, we had David Meltzer on. How cool was that? 
that was amazing. And then all hell blow, broke loose. I know, right? <laughs> world. And um, yeah, I'm so. leaving that day to go to the um, Barstool breakfast. Um, yes. I can't think of what it was like. The, the St. Patrick's Day. The St. Patrick's Day thing. Yeah. And on the way there, Mike was like, I wonder, you know, this might be the last time we're allowed to go out because they really weren't like they really weren't as strict with the quarantine rules and we weren't too concerned because it was an outdoor event and it was kind of, you know, isolated in itself. And then by Tuesday, they were like complete lockdown. Everything has to be shut down. No, and we were like, Oh my God. Like you almost, when you, when you feel like you did a nice big, you know, food shop and then it pours <laughs> like, Oh, thank God. Or it snows. And you're like, wow, thank God we got all that before the mad rush. So it was, it was a weird feeling. It was an eerie feeling. Like I'm actually glad that I was able to see so many people out and about before we went into lockdown because had we been like, had one of us been sick or we decided not to go anywhere, it would have been like another week to add on to what's already been six or seven weeks or however many, what is it? What is it four? Four. <laughs> <laughs> These past 15 weeks. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it's been three days. Yeah. Like you ever watch that Naked and Afraid? These people, their hair is all stuck with leaves and they look they're filthy, they're yeah. dirty, they're just exhausted. And then it's like, you know, the sun goes down and it says day two. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wow. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be a long 21 days for these people. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a weird thing. Like on social media, we were seeing, like, you know, you you could scroll and see 20 people's posts and it was like day 10, day two, day 15. Like it didn't yeah. matter. I was like, none of this matters because your day two is somebody else's day 15. Like it's, it's all sort of, it's all sort of everywhere. So I don't know. It's, it is absolutely crazy. I do wonder about people with special needs kids because I think yeah. about if I was, if this was happening to me, you know, 18 years ago or, you know, 15 years ago, what, what I'd be going through. Um, and I really do think about, you know, I don't know how every state and, um, you know, the, the states are really good with, uh, the handle like special needs, like autism really well, like uh, California and Massachusetts. I don't even know what they're doing for people who, who are used to having, um, you know, their child get help in the home every I think day. they're doing a lot of Zoom, like OT sessions yeah. or speech sessions. I think they're doing a lot of And that. so much of that has to be like on, I mean, I understand like we do a lot through Zoom, like it's no big deal, but mm -hmm. knowing what my kids went through with ABA therapy and certain things, there's just, you kind of have to redirect and you have to, handle something and touch something and it's yeah oh i just really i really do wonder about that and for I the parents for them. yeah it, i really do like the kids who have social issues mm -hmm. and they need to be around other people constantly that way they're able to keep up that you know oh, yeah social interaction and it's it's I'm, I'm sure it's incredibly tough thank god that technology is what it is during a situation like that because like this because i know having a mom who lives alone I'm constantly, like, I am constantly on rotation between myself, my three kids, my sister and her three. Like we are, uh, we are constantly like, all right, it's two hours. Who's calling now? Every two hours, somebody has to call her just because of the, her, the conversation skills, right? Because, you know, she's going to be 75 
and you, you, you know, you don't want her to lose certain sharpnesses that she has. So I'm trying to keep them calling her constantly. But after a while, they're like, oh, I don't want to call grandma. I'm doing this. It's not yeah. that they don't want to speak to her. It's just that they want to keep doing this. But it's, um, it's something that has to be done. Although, you know, she's, she's living alone. Thank God she has like a little network in her community. That's and, um, but she's, and she's so bad with computers and technology. Mm. Like I was explaining to you earlier today, we, I have this thing tomorrow. Yes. I'm very excited for you. Thank you. I'm so excited, but she has no idea how to get on it. She's like, what do I do? So I have to set up her zoom and I know she doesn't have it. She wouldn't, she doesn't have anything to infect me or my family. I'm afraid of infecting her. So Mm -hmm. I won't go over My sister won't go over. So we're keeping our distance, but at the same time, I got to keep her connected. So it's going to, I know it's going to take me two hours to get her logged in Mm -hmm. for this thing. She's like, I registered, but I had to register again with my, I'm like, oh God. <laughs> so she has no idea how she did it. So I don't oh, even boy. know if I'm going to, I'm going to have to like use one of my emails, I think. Yeah. Her on. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. Like it's do going- all the registration, make up even like a, an email for the two of you and give her the password after you yeah. handle everything. I'm going to have to, because it's, it's going to, it's going to be a nightmare. I'm sure trying to figure this out. And it's going to, it's going to take a couple of hours and it's going to take another couple of hours trying to explain what it is I did mm-hmm. and how she gets on it tomorrow night. And I'm just not looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take forever. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So who's running this? So just so, you know, by the time this gets out, this will be you know, might be out in time for people to know about it, but people should be able to go back and watch um, what you're yes, doing. Yes, we're going to put it out on Facebook and on, yeah. on um, YouTube. The forum is, is it's a dare to break the glass forum. And it was created by um, um, this marketing company. And it's featuring um, women who have led through fear and adversity. And they re- he reached out to me, this gentleman named Patrick Malik reached out to me about three weeks ago. And he's like, um, he's a follower of Barstools. He, he, he follows my husband on social media and stuff. And um, he felt that everything I had gone through with 9-11 and the, the following eight years, he thought it would be a perfect fit for this forum. So Absolutely. the panel is yeah. um, a total of five women who are um, just, they're actually a lot of fun to talk to, which I think is, is kind of cool in its own right, because sometimes you can get on um, in, in like one of these group conversations with all different women or men, it doesn't, you know, it's not just one versus the other, but you can get in a group with a, uh, you know, form with a group of people. And there's just someone who's going to, you know, be that Eeyore of the group, you mm-hmm. know, like that downer. And they're not, they all have like these big personalities. Um, one of them creates, she's the inventor of um, cover made easy bed making comforters. So it, the way it is, is it's, it's a comforter that's on your bed that you don't have to make it in the morning. Kind of just, when you get out, it kind of, makes itself. And she's had to overcome, um, getting into the big stores, like, you know, linen, uh, not linens and things. Oh my God, I'm dating myself. Bed, bath and beyond. And like the, remember linens and things? Linens and things. <laughs> you just threw back linens and things. And I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, that's down the court. Isn't it down the street? Isn't it? I don't know. Isn't that funny? Yes. Um, one of the moderators is, um, Dr. Elise Cortez. She has a management consulting company and she's just, she's got an energy. She's also a radio show host. She no. has, um, I mean, her, like her, her, one of her titles is social scientist. She's very cool. And she's got a lot of energy and she's just, 
um, somebody I would probably call at 2 a.m. if I needed to. Okay. <laughs> then there's this girl, Marnie Kinris, and she is the ultimate wing girl. She's a, huh? a um, she helps men with dating. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Her, 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 her she's the founder of the wing girl method. She's, she's very cool. So like one of the things they were asking was like, oh, are you comfortable if we have um, men register and want to ask questions and interact? Because anybody can right, comment absolutely. and interact while we're doing it. And, you know, she was like, of course I do. And he was like, Annie, how do you feel about that? I'm like, I worked in a male dominated industry for, you know, 15 right. years. Yeah, bring it up. <laughs> it's not going to make me uncomfortable. And then um, there's this other girl. The fifth girl is this girl, Shauna Taylor. She owns um, Booty Yoga, Golden Ratio Nutrition. Naked Active Wear and Beeb Movement Studio. She and she's very cool. She's very like down to earth and and easy to talk to. But they all have these individual stories of how they got from you know A to I guess we're all kind of at M. You know, we're not really at Z yet. <laughs> yeah. But um, their stories are all they're individually fascinating. And I'm thinking like, why am I here? Like these, they're on such a different. Like I see them as so much more advanced. Because I guess, because I stopped in 2008 and I, you know, I shifted gears. I went to having the kids. You pivoted. It's I a, pivoted. It's the, key, it's the key word. You pivoted. I don't know how gracefully I pivoted. <laughs> <laughs> I pivoted. Yeah. So, but it was, you know, it's, I like it. it's, it's been a lot of fun and I'm really um, flattered more than anything, I think, to be, to even have been considered. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So that's tomorrow night, April 22nd. Um, if this airs, if we get this up for, and I don't, I don't, I understand that it's, um, it's already Tuesday. I'm actually shocked. I know it's Tuesday. I am, I am too. Cause I keep feeling like it's Wednesday and I don't know why. And I'm like, what's yeah. happening. And I don't know yeah. times. The other day we got up at 1130. The kids were already dressed, fed, and the dog had already been out twice. <laughs> like, you know, you think we were out drinking the night before or something. No, we just had no idea that yeah. you know, it's the first time in, in, I think, Maybe since I was six or seven that I actually slept, slept that long when I wasn't sick. Yeah, the the time thing is very funny um, for all of us. And the funny thing to me is watching Dave Portnoy through the years. And every time there's a rundown every day, he's always like, what's today? And he he can never come up with the date. Oh, it's, really? it's yeah, just so right. funny. And it was and this is where I'm at. Like it was either today or yesterday. I don't even know right now. Uh -huh. He was like, he was, he was at his desk trading and he was like, is it 2021? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, it's 2021. And then he was like, no, that's the year, right? And like he had to check. And he was like, scary that it rolls. So and then he's like, done. it's 2020. He's like, when did that happen? <laughs> Just like, how did I get here? Yeah, we're all in that, like, you know. What? Did he think he looked fantastic for another year older? Yeah, <laughs> it's just so funny. He was just so absolutely clueless. Now, does that happen a lot for him? Absolutely. But he was off a total year. And uh, that's just, that's hysterical. Yeah, Especially with all the so 20, much. Yeah, with all the year. 2020 jokes that are going on right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Oh. Look who's trying to fit into my little cubby back here. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no, hey. no, no, no. What's up, Omal? Hey, how are you doing? Very good. How's that? I love the hair. Isn't that crazy? It's great. That's mm -hmm. wild. 
Uh, so I just did a, a radio show. And as I'm doing a radio show, I'm trying to look up at you. The yeah. first thing KFC said when he came on the radio show is, my God, Lawrence, your eyes are ice blue. He said he started complimenting me on my eyes. I said, well, thank you, KFC. You know what I mean? I was like, I wouldn't even consider having sex with you if I were gay, but now you're on the list. You're on the list. That's great. So apparently the eyes are popping because of the gray hair around it. You know what I mean? Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Just don't notice them so much. I love it. I know that you were like in a practice doing like the paper on... Or something oh, on yeah, yeah, yeah. the floating. But you know what I'm going to do, actually? I was looking on Amazon today because the lights in these rooms are just like hard, uh, just regular old hi-hats. Uh-huh. They're terrible. I'm thinking about getting one of those ring lights. Oh, yeah. What's a ring light? So the ring light is, you see them all the time on like sets. It's just a ring. That's light. what I, I need oh, for me because the other thing I have over here is is like it distorts. So then... I open up the windows and if a cloud goes by, I'm in the dark. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 10 minutes from now, I'll be in complete light. <laughs> right. But if you just, if you just work it with your regular lights, yeah. all of a sudden I feel like I'm in a dentist's office. Like mm-hmm. you can start seeing my pores. And so I've done a photo shoot once or twice where they had just that single halo. I'm going right. to make two makeup and have them facing you. You know, they have one right here. And if you need to, it actually has a stand for a, um, mobile device if you're going to do like a selfie and you want to it's supposed to like illuminate your face but i'm not i'm not sure how it works we're going to be the beautiful people right so that's yeah <laughs> that's what i turned into i went from penciling my mustache to buy vodka and now I'm, and now i'm buying ring lights do you remember those like old school like 1980s and 90s those like three-way mirrors but they were like that's what i have two of them that's yeah. what I so, like, but are they from like the night like 1987 yeah. oh gosh they have to be because yeah. they were huge those were and they like got hot yes oh, yeah they have the two they have the tube yeah. inside but you could turn the dial if you want mm-hmm. day evening yep. yes Oh yeah, I knew it. Like you check, like where am I going? Will I be okay? Oh, I'm gonna have to run from the car to the place because the lighting in between. I don't like that lighting. And you flip it around, and it was magnified. The mirror. Yes, that's what you did. Your eyebrows. Yes. (laughs) How are you doing with the uh, the news, the Gronk news? Oh, here we go. Uh, What's the final straw? What's the final straw before Patriot fans? And I'm not talking about Dave because Dave and the company in general has some wood to chop with, with Tom and with Gronk. Like he's a friend of the firm. So I don't think Dave can even say what he's feeling, but I've seen Dave, I said this on the radio, I've seen him declare a jihad on a guy who insults him in a tweet. And yet, Oh, I wish the best for Brady and Gronk and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, is is Edelman the last straw? I, I mean, that's kind of the the joke going around right now. Is that you know? Do you you guys watched um, uh, Tiger King, right? Yeah. Yes. There's a scene where he's like, "I'm in Tampa Bay, gonna go see my new best friend," yeah. and everyone's using that as <laughs> Edelman. They're putting Edelman's face on it, right. and they're like, "And I'm like, no, stop, stop." Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm Antonio okay. Brown, I'm like okay. Antonio Brown, the, the, is next. Oh. Like the phone calls going into him to that. Head That's case. fine. I mean, he was a hot mess. Right. So, I, I mean, she has to find enough love in her heart to love two teams. My my thinking is right now, I'm just going to be so thankful when sports are back. That I mean, I had a moment where I was like, "This is not what I need right now," because you know, you're hoping for some sort of news, something to take your mind off of it. 
and you don't want it to be in a negative way. Yeah. But at the same time, like what I would do for like a baseball game right now. Yeah. And of course I love baseball, but like <sighs> so, so wait, can you still do fantasy? No, you no, no, no not at all. And our our league is just on hold. We can't fantasy even do is fantasy. based on the results from real baseball. Oh, it's not okay. like, I know uh, and fantasy. real football and all yeah. of that. Yeah, it's not, so. it's not like uh, I mean, I've done fantasy. <laughs> yeah, we all know. <laughs> but I think, you, especially with the hair now, now this is like somebody else. You know, it's like <laughs> eventually okay. if it grows out longer. We're going to grab it. Oh boy. <laughs> Should I leave? <laughs> Please don't. Please don't leave me alone with it. Uh, Large looks like he's sore and he needs help. Yeah, I can use a vitamin. I can use some ice. I, I spoke to uh I spoke to a minor league team the other day because I've been wearing some minor league hats. I've been supporting like the Daytona Tortugas, like smaller complexes that I think need the the love as opposed to these big ballparks. Yeah. And another guy who, who runs a, he's the general manager of a minor league baseball team, I think down in the Carolinas. I don't remember the name offhand, but he reached out to me saying that, which I think would be interesting for someone like you. Charlotte Knights. Um, uh, like since all the college baseball players uh-huh. who have now put money to start playing baseball, three or four. Mm-hmm. So now these kids are coming up on 20. So they've been playing for 18 years at their shot at the bigs. And we know like how, Nobody goes to the big league. So the couple of guys that are able to go, they're totally robbed of their senior year of playing spring sports. I guess lacrosse and baseball being the two biggest. I might be wrong. I don't know. What they're going to do once they get the green light to be semi-back is they'll open up a minor league stadium. They'll invite all the college studs down. They'll not pack the stands, but they'll socially acceptably spread out the stands with just people who are um, agents, uh, scouts right. for big league teams. So every big league team can sit in a different section, two or three scouts, you know, socially distant, and they can watch high level baseball of the best of the best college guys, either if you're going to go into the minors or the pros. So the guy approached me with that. That's something I love that, that I could see happening because it's self-contained. They'll all have to go down to, Carolina and they'll all have to play together as opposed yeah. to watching Fenway empty and watching Yankee stadium empty. They're watching city field and then Wrigley and blah, blah, blah. you know, like just having these kids play their fucking hearts out yeah. for a spot in minor league or dare I say the bigs. Cause the guys who are going to the big leagues sign contracts already perhaps, but you know, I mean, you know how the March madness makes kids oh, and yeah. they were robbed of that too. They were robbed. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, all these kids who were looking for the shot. So I thought that was an interesting take on it. Asked that Barstool wanted to be involved. So I pushed it up the line. Oh, I love that. Just you know say. who is really um, worried about this happening for these types of kids is Paula Duca. He's yeah. been mentioning mm-hmm. it on, um, you know, if, if people are watching the Friday and Saturday stream of them, uh, you know, watching the horse races and people bring up baseball, he'll mention it, but he has that behind the dish. Yeah. And they've talked about that. And that is a concern. He he knows, especially just because of his come up and yeah. you know the, all that time. So oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love hearing about that. So that's so those are the things that are kind of dribbling out other than the whole thing about the MLB throwing around the idea that they'll start the season. But everyone's got to play in Arizona. 
Yeah. They all got to move. Every team's got to move out and play in Arizona, which sounds to me like a semantics nightmare. And I know it's just a rumor or wherever it is now, but I don't know how down I'd be for that. So, um, but anyway, so we're all looking forward to it. And I think Patriot fans now more than ever are like, you know what? If they don't start the season, they don't start the season. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, you're yeah. that quarterback of yours a, a year to fall into the system a little yeah. more. And then uh and then go from there. Uh, yeah. I just want to pop in and say hello. I love oh. Thank you. Oh, I'm, you. I'm gonna head home. You're gonna head home. I left um <laughs> Bridget wants to make cornbread with banana, so I left it out. She's gonna wait for me to come home, but I figured I'd let you know. I love how you guys are doing this, which is funny because he's <laughs> Because of, of your situation, like him heading home is, is truly heading home just because you guys are in your your office here. But yeah, know, so I don't know if everyone knows all of that. I don't know if you're sharing that. Do I have to? Oh, right. he, he talks about it all the time. Yeah, no, we're in the well, that's the thing. Like, right. we've been in the process of moving for so long now that it's like you, yeah. we have like this house and then we have that house, and um, it's like. I kind of like having two houses. You know, I can't afford it. Can't, <laughs> you know, it doesn't make any sense. But for the next couple of weeks or so, it's going to be this way. And I'm, you know, I'm very thankful that it is because otherwise we would just be having five very big people on top of each other is really hard. And I that, that's why I'm like so fascinated by how many people are doing so well. And um, but I think the fact that we have this extra space to go to, it's like mm-hmm. you're you, if, if, you know, even for him, if he needs to just get away for a couple of hours, he can come, he comes over here and he does breakfast and pot fathers and twisted history. And, um, I'll be doing the breaking, um, the leading through fear adversity tomorrow night. He from here. And it's nice having that extra space. It's actually nice having an office. We've never had that before. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, I think you've done the podcast from Every room in the house. I, 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 I've done it in the, the bathroom. House. I've done it in closets. I've done, wherever I can find, like no, like because the, the tile in the bathroom. Right. Do you remember? <laughs> you were like you. I don't know if anyone remembers this or if we actually shared it on one of the earlier podcasts. Oh my god! Where you so took funny. out all the bins and like the bathroom, <laughs> and you shoved your computer in, yeah. and like you closed the door behind you. I put a curtain on the closet, and I did it between the two doors. But if you saw this room, it's hysterical. I'm going to show you what this room looks like because you're going to laugh when you see the way we have it set up. And I know I've, I've seen the picture. I don't know how to, I don't know how to spin it around. Can you see that? That's like a rolling rack. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. because this room, there's no, there's nothing here. Like we haven't moved in by any stretch at all, but our office, we put it, we moved, we moved our, the computers and stuff over, but there's no, um, there's no furniture or anything. So even though this is our office, it still sounds extremely empty you could tell it was vacant so every time he would speak so then I came over and I started piling pillows up around him mm-hmm. I literally am taking pillows and like propping propping them up all around him because the sound was just echoing off of everything I'm everywhere. like yeah. I'm like you sound like you're in a in a wind tunnel mm-hmm. yeah so hopefully hopefully by the end of uh, May this will all be like our situation will be all figured out and um Hopefully this quarantine will be over. Yeah. I feel bad for people. I really do. I really feel bad for people because it's, it could be extremely lonely. I, I feel bad for the people who, who do seek um, more interaction. I'm a hermit. So I'm mm-hmm. 
fine <laughs> in that sense. I'm okay. But I do feel bad for those people. And I feel bad for the people like my kids who, my young kids who they all lost their jobs. And they're yeah. just like, what do, you know, what do we do now? And even if they come back, like Jackie, he works at a local restaurant and it's like, okay, well, Amherst is cleared out and a lot of Northampton is cleared out. So mm -hmm. this is a college town. And what are we supposed to do? You know, they don't actually pick up their, you know, their, all their, um, their normal wages again until like colleges come back and, you know, late August. So right. it's, it's very, it's, you know, summers aren't, you know, all that heavy. And it's like, even if they do come back, it's going to be a mix. So many people like jockeying for these jobs. Yeah. And it's going to be a mix of people who were able to sustain their income or even maybe make income during the time who are feeling stir crazy. And then they'll go out and spend money because they'll be just so happy to be out versus the people who are like, I love to go out, but now I can't because I got laid off or whatever. Like there's right, a lot right. going on for a lot of people, but I think using the time to do something that you haven't been able to do or wouldn't allow yourself to make the time to do just mm -hmm. to, just to do that. I think that's like the most positive thing I could share, you know, with anyone right now. Yeah. And don't cry over sports because, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so. Was anybody really surprised that he was going to follow suit? No, I mean, that's been the joke. Um, that's been the joke. I, I mean, weeks ago, PFT's dog, <laughs> Leroy, <laughs> Leroy had the, had the scoop on that. I mean, we've all known. <laughs> I'm not joking. We live in a real, really weird weird world where the dog has been credited all over all over social media by even the guys who broke the news they were like Leroy had it first oh that is ago. so funny but I mean it just makes it just makes sense right yeah. no it does it, I mean they know each other's systems so they're going down and you know even though it's a different coach it's a totally different type of coach very laid back the whole system is just very different than than the uh the Belichick way, but I really do like Belichick. I, I, I think he has, um, I, I don't think it was just a Brady thing. I know a lot of people get into that, like the Brady uh -huh. versus Belichick. I think they're both great. And I think right. Belichick will be successful. I don't know if it's going to be six times, but who knows? Who knows? I have no idea. I just, right It's going to be fun to watch though. Yeah. I mean, it really is going to be a lot of fun to watch when sports come back. I know. And I wonder how much overlap there, there will be once things really start to go. You mean Just between be baseball and, and football? Yeah, because they're talking about having if if baseball comes back, will it go a little bit longer? Will October be, you know, truly playoffs or will they try something totally different? Will they try out some of the ideas that they were trying to work on for mm -hmm. improving baseball quote improving baseball of course I was one of those people that loved baseball anyway so uh -huh. I never was looking for them to like you know make the game faster and right everyone I've talked to who's ever ever said that to me now after this is like I would I would die for a normal just normal long baseball game you know? <laughs> yeah, that and that would not that I don't enjoy watching baseball but it, like it's just so long like after a while you're like wow this is long 
really. <laughs> See, I get caught up in the whole, like, what's he going to do next? You know, like, are they going to throw? I don't know. You know, this is, you know, the sky when he matches up against this pitcher. I, you know, I get into all of that. So I can really get into the game that way. And time just flies by. But you really do. I love yeah. that. Like, I wish I did. I like watching football. I don't know. I don't know a lot of the um, players by me. Like I'm not, I'm just, I've been looking down at little people for so many years that eventually once I come up for air, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's easy to catch up on, yeah. but um, like I miss it all in the background. You know what I mean? Like I, I miss yeah. hearing it. Oh yeah. Oh, I, March madness being gone. Like what Lars said, that, that was just weird. That was that was so difficult to to deal with. Like there was no bracket talk. There was just nothing. It was just awful. I mean, there was a lot of fake bracket talk, but there was mm-hmm. no real bracket talk. And I mean, you know, seeing the upset, seeing the the guys, you know, prove themselves or, you know, it was just, that's just something that we look forward to. We love. And it was just gone. For and people was, like me, it's the snacks. Like I miss, the, I miss like, you know, smelling all the delicious snacks that are cooking and ready to be like, you know, then you hear that all you have to hear is like the casserole dish hit the counter and you hear dunk, dunk, and you're like, Oh, what did he make? <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but it's true. Like, that's so funny. I don't like me. That's like, I know because he cooks and I, I cook for myself. I don't have someone that cooks for me. So I'm just, I don't know. I blew my kid's mind yesterday when I reached into the bag to pull out my avocado that I had ripening with bananas. And I was like, Oh, this is so cool. I love this. Every time this happens, cause we bought them and they were, I did not buy them. They were purchased and, um, cause I don't go out, but they were rock, rock hard, rock hard. Why? Be, uh, they just didn't have any ripe ones, I guess. Oh, you, oh, I thought you meant like you, like, so you, you look like you, I thought you were going to say you didn't pick the ripe one. <laughs> I you no, I, I didn't physically. I wasn't in the store, but. Um, they sent you a ripe, they've sent you they, a brick. They were like 10, just, just rocks. Oh, God. They, they, weapons, <laughs> I'll call them. <laughs> but I get bananas for various reasons, but um, just plop them all into a paper bag, fold it down. Say- and but last mom, night, you know how to do that? He was just like, wait, what? Like, what do they do? Persuade them? Do? He's like, what does the bananas do? Like sweet talk them or persuade <laughs> them to like ripen? He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, it's hormonal. It's like the things that they give off and you just kind of put it in a paper bag and let the, let it do its magic. And I, I shared it. I was like, look at my avocado. It's literally perfect. It was beautiful. I was so excited. I don't know when the last time I was proud of an avocado. I'm so proud. Of, I eat one every day. So, Do you? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. It's the California girl. I mean, I'm not a millennial. <laughs> I just, you sing a song every time you eat it. Like, do you have a song in your head? Like give a, like a, um, almost like a soundtrack. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, no, I don't think so. I, I don't know. I have to think about tonight. Maybe I do. And I just. Don't, I don't well, if you don't, you're going to have probably like now. red hot chili peppers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh Even like God. when you do something like to keep your like, like I get you must enjoy it because like, it, like if I had to do something every day, I would think of it more as a chore. So I would need something to motivate me to do it. So like it's like a song like in my head that I could play. I can't wait to 
I can't wait to go down. Like it's every day is like a present. I get to, I wash my avocado because I won't cut into anything that I have to slice through. This is a tips and tricks. Anything that you actually slice through, even if you think you're not going to eat the outside, like, you right. eat the, um, you know, I wash it just because, uh-huh. um, you know, I don't want to slice through and carry. I do. I wash everything. My kid, my, my husband gives me a time. And people don't understand why you wash something that you would, you're not actually going to eat. So I don't want to actually grab that, you know, the knife would grab whatever's on the edge. And I'm the same way. Yeah. And I have a, you know, I do the little trick. I I love doing the little pop of the knife right into the sea Uh and, and then fling it. Oh, it's <laughs> part of oh, my Maddie. day. This is, a very, uh, this is very personal between you and your avocado. <laughs> and then I score it and then I scoop it out. It Do you squeeze it. lemon on it? Um, sometimes. It depends on what I'm eating with it. But yes. Like, I, what is your favorite I, thing? Are you yeah. a nacho, like a chips, like a like nacho chips with it or? No, you're going to hate me. Why? Oh, it's so it? boring but i love it what? i have mashed cauliflower <laughs> oh no see i'm i'm a very bland person okay. I, I would just do pasta without butter i'm i'm terrible that right way. well i did mashed cauliflower because i was addicted to potatoes and i realized it was like a whole thing and they were like please stop eating potatoes and but didn't i tell you the potato is like yeah. is so under it doesn't get the love it deserves it doesn't and if i if they didn't make me if they didn't do something to me i would be mm-hmm. fine but i don't eat grains and i don't eat potatoes anymore which is sad but i it's eat good for you cauliflower and um for like rotisserie chicken or just chicken breast. And I love green olives of oh, any type. Ba- I like the black ones, the Kalamata. I love, oh. I love black. I love, I love the Greek. I love, I love olives. They're so, so good, aren't good. they? Yeah. So I'll use that. And um, sometimes I put Parmesan on it. Because really? You can actually, Parmesan, well, it gives you a really, well, I get like a salty better. Like you can, put a little on and it goes a mm-hmm. long way versus me like throwing on two ounces of like <laughs> of cheddar cheese right which I would do and that's not good for me so I would just eat cheese all day if I could but I won't I Talk tell you what it. cheese has been and I don't know if it's oh, for anybody it. else's house but it has been the absolute greatest saving grace in our house because all we do is eat tons and tons of cheese Oh boy. It's so good. I love it. Whether we're having feta or horseradish cheddar or American, it's just the brie. We've had more different types of cheeses than you could imagine. I love it. I absolutely love it. I am, I'm, I think I might be a cheese addict. (laughs) I might, I absolutely love it. And I don't like it melted. Brie is the only one I like. I like soft, but like, if you give me like the other day we had, um, tuna sandwiches and he was like do you want okay. you know you want a you know a tuna melt i was like Ugh, that absolutely disgusted me i can't stay you eat pizza. pizza you like pizza oh, mozzarella i can take okay. on a pizza okay. but like i like you'll never catch me uh i will never melt american on something i just will not i love mac and cheese i like it in it but to get a slice of like melt it on top of tuna or you know i don't like a ham and swiss where like the only time i like it hot is if it's in a croissant but like um, to melt um, American cheese on something, I don't like that. When you can actually peel it off, I don't know. I didn't like. I, I don't. Yeah, 
That's the only way. We have not. um, This is not me being a snob because by no means am I a snob at all. Um, We don't buy American cheese. My boys were like absolutely um, (laughs) disgusted by it when they found out it didn't have to be refrigerated. (laughs) American cheese doesn't have to be refrigerated? No. Real? You mean like the like the like the slices in a package? Like the oh, that's American? Not, that's yeah. not cheese. That's a cheese yeah. food. That's yeah. a different one. Like I'm talking like the Lando the, slice stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of that doesn't actually have to be refrigerated. Get out! Someone told yeah. me that butter doesn't have to be. I find I don't believe that. Is that true? You should at some point refrigerate it or put somewhere cold or cool, and you could have like a butter. <laughs> this is a strange episode. You can have one of those butter. Um, O'Malley, I'm the girl who puts <laughs> mayonnaise on on toast to make a, so a cheese sandwich. Oh, they have those little crocks where you put water in it, and then you put oh, the I've butter, and the butter goes yeah. in kind of inverted, uh-huh. and it like keeps the butter, but then the butter is soft. So yeah, oh, I, do you know what this is? What is it? This is my reminder to watch Big Cats Derby every night. Oh, I love that. It's besides my avocado, Big Cats Derby. (laughs) Oh, that is so funny. Oh my God. That's what I live for. I love that you have that on your thing. Isn't this? That's, and that's what I've done. I have to remind myself to clock out for lunch or not. It's not like clock out, but it's like I have to do something in the system to, like make it shown that like I, you know, legally took like time away and I have to remember to put that back into the system, you know, so that looks like I wasn't actually working. Do you have an actual clock in and clock out mechanism on your computer? No, it's just a system that you sign into and it, you know, so that you are showing that you're not being overworked. It's just one of, it's weird because like we're salary, but if you're not like executive level, you have to show like the, the law change like a year or two ago. So, oh, okay. yeah, um, because you could technically have to work after hours or, or longer hours and they don't want people having to do that on salary. At their, yeah, it's a whole thing. Gotcha. But yeah, I so never I, worked like that. Like my job, I would get like it was very much like school. You would get up mm-hmm. at seven. You know, you got showered. You took the bus. The bell rang, you did your work, the bell rang, you got back on the bus and you went home. Mm-hmm. But we never had a lunch hour. Like we got right. there at 8.30. We, we could leave at 4.05. I mean, it was, the bell rang at 9.30. We could leave at 4.05 if all of our tickets were, and because all most of your tickets are done as you're executing the order. And when the bell rings, if your order, if you didn't cancel it or you got your complete, like sometimes you have to wait for the specialist to close the book or something. But very rarely was it anything later than 4.10. But then there were times where you had to go out with customers yeah. and you were out till three in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, so you were on. So like we never had a clock in clock out. Right. It was always you got paid a certain amount in your paycheck. And if you work, just happened to work from nine fifteen to four fifteen, that's it. And if you got away with that for a week, you were lucky. <laughs> yeah. But there was never like a um, like we never got to sit for lunch. Right. You know, you, know, you didn't know nobody, you know. It was never, you worked through your mm-hmm. lunch and if it was hot and you got an order, well, you either didn't, you got a cold or somebody else finished it. If you didn't <laughs> it 
<laughs> you know, and like yeah. you think you think, oh, I have a purse. This is great. I can hide like my the other half of my sandwich in my purse. No, purses are are not off limits over there. They go in your purse and they take anything they want <laughs> out of your purse. What you thought was personal, you would come back from trading in a crowd and it would be on your desk in front of you because they were too busy looking for the tweezer they wanted in the bottom of your purse. <laughs> no, you know, oh my God, there was no privacy there whatsoever. No, no, none. I, it jobs like that, um, not, not the same, but like if you own your own business and obviously that your world was, yeah, it's kind of like your own business, but yet in a bigger, in a bigger place. Um, I mean, there were days where I would get up and if I was working at an event, yeah, you're up at four, you don't mm-hmm. get in until you know two 30 and you're dragging your body and, and it's like, get back up for day two. And you know, what you're getting paid is if you stretch, you know, if you stretch it along the hours versus if it end, ended up being a shorter event is, mm-hmm. is obviously clearly different, but yeah, you, you like you find food somewhere, you know, yeah. like somebody oh, else didn't finish it. You were like, I'll a, take it. There's a cube of cheese. Like you said, you know, like <laughs> a, oh, cheese is the uh, best. Honest yeah. to God, cheese is underrated. Like the potato, the potato, I swear to God, French fries, home fries, hash browns. Like a there nice are baked just potato so- with butter and oh, cheese God. on top. Yes. Honest to God, if you could make me just like, a buffet table of all different types of cheeses and potato, I'd be good. Oh, I would be. <laughs> if I could like tell my body for one day, don't freak out, please. And let me go do that. And I would include sourdough bread from California. Oh, it would be warm and doughy on the oh. inside. <gasps> and then like, yeah. It's oh, the best, God. right? Yeah. It really is the best. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> I know. I know. And I'm like, you know. This, but this is why I don't cook because if I attempted to make any of this, I couldn't do it. Oh. I couldn't do it. I'm the worst. Yeah. I've been tempted to bake and just give it to people. Oh, baking I can do, but baking is like, you know, I used to for me, bake all the time for my events. Like I see, learned how I to can do, do I want the it. food. I want the, I want the savory mm-hmm. stuff. Like I want to be able to make like a kick-ass, like Marcella. I couldn't do that. Oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. like, I'll be like, oh God, I'm dying for like a fettuccine Alfredo. Large is like, done. All right, give me an out. I'm like, oh, this is like, I, it's awesome. I just don't, I wish I could cook. I don't know if I wish I could cook. Maybe I don't want to cook. Because at the same time, then, then, then do you really get to enjoy it when it's, when it's time? Uh, doesn't Large enjoy it? He sounds very passionate about it when he talks. He he does, and he eats it the whole time that he's cooking. Yeah, but I like the idea. I like coming down and having a huge plate of it. Oh. See, that's my problem too. I was I did the Podfathers with them this morning, and we were talking about weight loss and like how the quarantine has put so much weight on us, and how when this like I I realize my problem isn't that like my food choices. It's not that I'm eating a box of gummy bears right after a fun dip. My problem mm-hmm. is, is that I sit down with a 300 pound man and I eat the bowl that he put in front of me because he makes my bowl the same as his because he just makes two bowls and we sit down and eat like that is what I have to stop doing. You know what I mean? I have to stop. It's like portion control. I think that's the the beauty for me is that I don't have that. My um, my son who's here 
is, you know, he eats fairly healthy, except he has this thing that he does. He um, buys boxes of donuts. Oh my God. And I am not tempted by them at all because I knew they would make me sick. So it's one of those things that like after a while, you know, what makes you sick. Yeah. And you're just like, ugh. I um, won't buy, I won't buy donuts, but if someone but, has them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he has his boxes of donuts stacked um, in his area. And he, one day he came downstairs and he goes, the only thing I have to look forward to today is my coffee and my donuts. <sighs> like this poor kid he's just like i can't if i can't go back to umass and not go back to umass i better be on campus you know for classes you know in autumn because he already picked those classes he's he's finishing his second semester of his freshman year and because of everything he's done when he enters school in autumn he's going to be first semester junior year wow so he's like i don't like everything's gonna go fast for me anyway right i really right. hope i'm back on i'm back on campus and yeah i'm so bad for some of these like like i'm glad he's going back as a junior because i think the kids will go back with that feeling of like enthusiasm like they're excited mm-hmm. but all these kids that are going back that don't go back because they're seniors yeah. Oh my God. It's breaking my heart. Oh, like I feel I saw, so bad for so many of yeah, them. I saw the UMass commencement. We're going to do something online for you guys. Uh-huh. You don't get to walk. And that's just oh. awful. That's just, you know, Can't they call them back in like January. Yeah. I think the thing is they don't even know when, but I know. mean, tell them like, listen, we're going to do this. You're going to get your graduation. You'll get your certificate and stuff. Yeah. And you guys will be able to go. Life is normal. But once this is all over, trust me, you guys are going to, we're not going to, and I think that's something they need to hear. Like yeah. my son said to me today, I don't understand why everybody just can't repeat next year. Just repeat the year. And I'm like, that's an excellent idea. Except mm-hmm. if you are somebody who is five going into kindergarten because you're age appropriate. And now what are they supposed to do with that whole grade coming in? <laughs> they can't mm-hmm. tell everybody and you can't overcrowd a school and you can't tell them, you know, there's just, there's just no way to do that. You can't, you just can't right. do that. But the other part of me feels like, well, they did just miss two months of school. Why can't they just go to school, you know, June to the middle of July, middle of July to August and get two weeks off in August. Right. Like, would that be the that worst would, I mean, scenario? Yeah. If that would be available, like, I don't that know. Makes like, sense so that everybody, I mean, there are, there are, I mean, we were just laughing before about, I'm like, what is this week nine now? We're like, no, only three weeks is not so bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and one week of this or two of them for colleges would have been spring break anyway. Yeah. Right. So it's not like, it really isn't like it's the end of the world where like, right. right. Or am I crazy? It really isn't. It's just, I think everybody having to be on like the same, like we can't do anything. Like, even if you do go out, you can't go to your favorite pub or your favorite place. You can't go. I can't go to Fenway park. We didn't have the draft for, you know, our seats this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I was texting Ellen. I'm just like, Aww. what are we like? This is, you know, and this was back when we actually thought it was, we were going to have like, um, you know, just a slight delay. And knowing when we right. draft and it's like, oh, you can't even do those 
things, even if you wanted to. Um, so it's probably just compounding, you know, that like what, what you're talking about, like that one weekend when you went that Saturday morning into New York to, um, bricks and hops, mm-hmm. uh, for Willie's, uh, at Willie's bar for that event that morning, we were, we were very much aware that something was going on, that right. there were some things happening. People were going to need to do some things, but bars weren't closed. Businesses oh, were closed. We, you know, Nothing we were outside. Was it was okay. Right. Like it wasn't like people weren't, by there were the no end, masks. By the end of that day, enough had happened and numbers were starting to spike that the news was like, oh, we're going to have to shut this down. Then things started shutting down. And yep. by, I think it was Monday, that was when the National Guard was brought in to upstate, well, not quite upstate, but north of New York City. That's when the National Guard came in. And that's when that whole area of like Westchester got like completely like in lockdown. Like it was a matter of like crazy. It was like you'd wake up and imagine. Well, no, my kids were still how- in school. That was March 14th. My kids didn't stop school until like March 27th or whatever it was. Like they, like it was a while before it was like it was like they were in school that whole week. Because I remember maybe March 24th was their first day home or something. Like they were in school the whole following week. Oh, were they? were like one of the last people, like schools to shut it down. Wow. Yeah. Well, my kids went, because I remember my, my kids found out like on a Friday and they were so excited or whatever. Let me see. Let me look at the date because if I'm right. Yeah. March 20. So so it was the 20th was their last day of school. So it was a whole week. They had a whole five days because Monday, the 23rd was their first day off. Okay. And everybody was like discovering what was so weird about everything. And Mike still went into work, like him and Dave still did radio on the 25th. Yeah, I remember that. And nobody else was there. Nobody, because they had made everybody come. Right. Like, they announced that the last day of school would be the day, but like they told us Thursday that all the kids were going to go Friday and then Monday was officially like their first day off. And then um, they closed the offices and everything down, the New York City down on Friday, on uh, Sunday. It was I weird. Thought the, I thought like the that. breakfast gang went in for like a, a Monday, like a, a serious allowed them to do everything that Monday, but Tuesday they were doing it. And I might have my dates wrong, but like, I remember like Mike was home before the kids went to like the kids, he was home before the kids were off. Yeah. Yep. And it was just such a weird, it was just such a, like, it was such a, it was just like an eerie feeling. I was like, you know, like after a while, like the progression of things went very, very weird. Like our kids, my kids are going to remember this. Like, as Mm -hmm. like, this is, this will be like when, because we don't really have those snow days anymore where it's like you, you get so snowed in that you actually cannot leave. Like now, if there's a snow day, I'm out there shoveling, you know, where it's at Dunkin' Donuts by 10 o'clock. You know, it's like very rarely is there ever a time when you're not, you know, you know, when you can't get out or everything is shut down. But when we were kids, like you get these, you get these like, um, what are they called? Like the snowstorms, like a nor'easter where it shut everything down. And there was, you'd go into the supermarket and it looked like they do now. No, no bounty. No. And it was, how long did a snowstorm last? A week? you know, a couple yeah. of days, but for us, it was like, oh my God, the world was shutting down now. Like they, like the world is actually it's, it's shutting shut down. down. And it's like, 
you know, it's crazy. It really is. It is it, the whole thing is just, I keep trying to think about like how, what can I relate this to? And it's hard, there's right? Really there's nothing. nothing. And I understand like there are certain things that happened after 9-11, mm-hmm. but that was like, that was like a big one day. And then the aftermath and, you know, fear and all of this stuff, but it was, you know, the plane, we thought it was weird that planes were down, you know, right. Or grounded, meaning um, for like a week or five mm-hmm. days or something. And it was like, oh, we got to get these back up. Like, I now have no idea it. what happened. The days I've never asked anybody. But the like Wednesday, the 12th, were schools shut? A lot of places were shut. Yeah. They closed everything down for it, a lot four. of places were. It depended. I think may, maybe middle America was not. But depending on where you were, they were. Yeah, um, I guess and, I mean, and I've never rest. really thought about it before. I was so used to um, like I was so used to. I'm like, I'm, I'm so focused on what my situation was. I never even right. gave it a thought, like what was happening right. in other areas. Like I never, right. it just never occurred to me. Right. It's just terrible. I, it's, I just, until you just said it like, oh, they closed schools and stuff like that. It never even occurred to me. Yeah. There's some places that were, that were under like more lockdown. Of course I lived on the West coast and I was, mm-hmm. you know, right next to Camp Pelton. So the whole atmosphere there was much different because I know what it's like when the guys are getting ready for war because I was around for the first Gulf War. Well, yeah. And I saw them scramble for that. And my friends who are in recon, they can't tell you when they leave. They just leave. And there's always been this kind of like crazy. There's like a, you know, like you'll, you'll know, and a friend will do something very slight. Like they'll, they'll have something in their house mm-hmm. and they'll turn it just a certain way. And if you're close enough, you know, that person is just telling you, I'm not dead. I'm, I'm on a mission. I have no idea when I'm coming back. They can't tell you where they're going. They can't do anything, wow. but they're doing something. And, and that's when, you know, and you're like, okay. And your friend's husband, who's, you know, a, a doctor gets pulled out of, you know, his last surgery and he's told he has to get, he has to get ready because they're deploying and they need him because he's an anesthesiologist oh and God. he's going to be gone. And he was gone for two years. I mean, like everybody is like, it was like a ripple effect wow. right through the, the whole, the military, what they scrambled and everything and what they did. I mean, in those days, that was a lot of fear and that was West Coast. But, you know, we were still thinking LAX was going to get hit. I mean, everything, you know, Santa, oh, Humphrey, I bet. you know, we thought a lot of stuff was going to get hit. I think, you know, if they could have, they would have um continued it if it worked you know oh god definitely yeah, and i mean but. you guys were 545 when this happened so so half of you like i would yeah, assume we are away from wall street people nobody was nobody was up right sanitation and wall street guys because yeah. the market opened at 9 30 yeah so right? if you were so, just a weird west coaster like me that was up i was up and awake it's crazy like what do you do when you're at 545 by yourself in the morning watching that like that's got to be because like I know when I see things on TV, just you know, just simple things. It's shocking. Like I have to imagine that was very scary. 
Yeah, there, there was a lot of fear. I I don't know how to, I don't even know how to describe it from, I, I, I think I was old enough, you know, being a young adult at that time of being, I've never been there, but this is awful for my fellow Americans. And now the Americans I know are going to have to go fight whoever did this. Like it was yeah. an immediate knowledge of whoever did this is about to get their ass handed to them. And that, but everybody in my neighborhood and everybody I know, their lives are about to change. Mm -hmm. And these people are dealing with the worst thing in the world right now. And it was just, it was, it was just so bizarre. Like, I mean, do you remember Chernobyl? Like learning about it. And it was such a weird, like we would hear things. We were younger, but we'd hear things. Yeah happening but then there was like this wait if they don't get it under control like you know this is coming yeah like this this air might actually come to us and we might all die like that was a weird feeling for like a day or two when we all thought that I mean it was yeah very odd how about when they turned it into a a hot new tourist spot do you remember that for a while people were going there because they were like oh I get to go tour you know a radioactive build and I'm like I remember thinking like people, that was like one of my first, like, I think it was maybe a junior in high school. And I'm like, you realize that was like my first like realizations that people were stupid. Like, you know, like when, like when you were like, cause there's that age where you make that transformation of being a kid to an adult, realizing that you're on par with all these other people. And there are just stupid people out there. Cause mm-hmm. when you're a kid, like they're adults, you can't, you, like, you just have this mindset. You can't question what they're doing or what they say. And, you know, adults are adults and they can make up, but then you get to a certain age where you're like, what kind of an idiot does that? And then you realize that, you know, (laughs) there are really are so many stupid people out there. It's great. Like the selfies on the edge of the grand Canyon, right? How many people fall off the grand Canyon or bridges because they're trying to take selfies. Yeah. You know, they get the last moments of their lives. They have that. Then they look at the screenshot and they're like, Oh, the person tried to take a selfie. I think about, Things like the Berlin Wall, we watched that go down. Yeah. And think about how different that would be in today's culture because there wouldn't be people picking up uh, pieces of the wall to then break the wall and or pieces of whatever they had, a you know, sledgehammer or whatever mm-hmm. they they were they could to like break down the wall. Everybody'd have their phones in front of them trying yes. to take pictures of the yes. three people trying to take down the wall. You know, it'd be a totally different um, you know, time. And yeah, I'm grateful for one hundred percent photographers that were there, but I'm so happy that we weren't living in that time of of trying to take pictures because that that it, it was captured. I did the job, but it was so much more meaningful to watch the the people who had been, you know, put through hell, um, you know, take take that wall down. And, You're one hundred percent. And have so much change, not just in Germany, but because it had you know the Russian relations and all of that. Just I could go down a whole history. <laughs> right now me and my nerdy avocado no I think you're 100% right don't you kind of feel like it's a great like you know a great reset really isn't such a bad thing no as long as unfortunately people are dying so it's really that that part is just heartbreaking like really just like the the amount of people and I've and I know a couple of 
them who have, mm-hmm. you know, I know one who's on a ventilator and I know someone whose mom's passed away and it yeah. really is, it's, it's gut wrenching. And I think because of where we live in this tri-state area, you see you're more connected. Like some people would be like, oh my God, you have terrible luck. You know, the people that have died of this, you know, people have died of that. I think yeah. it's just where, you know, I, I live. It's, we, I just happen to be in an area where highly concentrated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, area. I mean, we're in mass. We are, we are still surging. So we haven't, yes. So we have not hit. So you're two weeks behind New York. We're one week behind New York. So you guys are two weeks behind New York. Yeah. Hopefully it really, oh gosh, it's, it's so sad. It yeah. really is incredibly sad. And that's why I keep my mom as far as I do from me. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to infect someone just because somebody went to, you know, Kings. Like I know when we take the video from Arturo's and stuff, you know, it's extremely socially distant. Like there is legitimately nobody in there. We're picking up our food and leaving. Like I think, it, right. you know, you you do yuck things up and play things up and you make it, you know, pictures don't yeah. mean anything like, but know, they you, don't see the fact that he steamed, like he, he sanitized it before you came in, you right. know, it's just him. He just gave you your right. bag. There's three people in but, this gigantic building. Right. And, um, you know, like, I, like I don't wear a mask around my husband, so I'm not going to wear one him. But when you're friends with somebody, they let you come in and they let you, you know, you're friends with someone like you, the, the, you, you almost have, you have the keys to the kingdom. You're allowed right. to be there by yourself. So I think that, you know, it looks, and plus it's like the, it's like, you know, with Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, the kids, I pick up, uh, Mick, I pick up Finn from a birthday party and I, I, mean, I say to Mick, go up and get your brother, please. And he goes up and the kid's brother is leaving for, to go with the mom on an errand and they start having a catch with the football, someone snaps a picture out of, you know, some like the little sister stamps a picture. The older brother is like, oh, what a great picture. The three of us look like we're having so much fun. And they post it. And people are like, how come I wasn't invited to the, you know, mm-hmm. the flag game? And then they're like, everybody was gathering at Joe's house. And how come I wasn't invited? And someone's feeling like that. And it's like, you're like, it was leave. three minutes. And the whole yeah. time you were like, get your <laughs> brother <laughs> in the car. <laughs> I told you just to go get him. I said, Jesus yeah. Christ, I sent you and here you're taking an hour. Like, exactly. That's exactly what I mean. You know, like I know, like sometimes Michael gets shamed, like, oh, you know, oh, you're hanging out. You're not doing the right thing. Yes, we 100% are. But if you don't have some kind of comic relief, it just makes you crazy. It does. I, I think that there is a, there is a safe way to go about doing things. And if that lowers your stress level that you don't go and do something more outrageous, that's great for you. It's I agree. Place. But I mean, I had just talked to somebody on the phone. I had finished something with work. Someone called me and he was like, I'm taking precautions, blah, blah, blah. I met with someone yesterday and they handed me something and they got a little too close, but I was like, okay, whatever. But yeah, I didn't have my mask on, but like, I don't breathe or whatever. And then I was over here, but I normally have my mask on. He kept like saying this. He was like, but you know, like even like when I go to Duncan every day, I get, I put my mask and like, he's telling me all this stuff about where he goes mm-hmm. and I go nowhere. So everything that he is saying, I'm just like, 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 it's just like, he's just ticking up all these places that he goes and he's being careful. Yeah. And he's doing things that he needs to do for like his business um, that he has to take care of. And he, 
people are still going to fast food joints and things. And it's like, okay, but you're going to one place that you know is being incredibly, you know, you know, over the top almost with their sanitation. And you can leave your house, go in, be safe, pick it up, go Mm -hmm. home. You know, I get it. Uh, you know, people don't know the, you know, all the information. So they like to bitch about everything. But I mean, we see it when we walk down the street with um, Large and Bridget were walking down the street yesterday. And, you know, they were about, he said he was about, you know, 70 yards behind an older couple. And in the distance, he could see that two neighbors across the street from each other were standing like kind of on their curbs. And the kids are riding the bikes around and this and that. And it's, we don't have sidewalks over on that part of the town. And uh, the woman walked and the, and the guy walked up and just stopped and folded their arms and waited. And then when, you know, now they're walking up the middle of the street, they're not on one side, they're not on the other. They're walking down the center of the street and they literally folded their arms and stood there and bird dogged these people until they moved their kids. And they, then they, you know, they proceeded to do it again to the next people that were like, like, you know, walking down the street, whatever, like, I guess we're not fast enough. He's like, you know, there's something to be, there's, it's one thing if you're being super protective, like you're really ramping up your protection. And then there's some people that don't, like there are some people who just kind of like, you know, I'll put my mask on when I go to the store, but if I have to outside, I don't have to be, I know to see, I know to step away from somebody if they're walking toward me, but to be nasty, like they're entitled or they're owed you to walk out of their way without you saying, you know, hi guys, excuse me. Like if just to stand there with your arms folded and like bird dog someone, I don't think that's, you know, it's like the lady. I haven't spoken to you about this. I was standing on the sidewalk with Bridget. We saw one of her friends and their moms and we were kind of talking and we were standing, I was in the street. She was on the sidewalk Mm -hmm. and she had her son with her and he had his bike and he got off his bike and went and sat on the wall because he was like, oh great. My mom's talking now. Right. This woman comes down. She's not even close to us. She's not even close to us. She's a good 15 feet away. And she goes, and she it looks right at me. And she's like, you're what's wrong with this world today. Setting bad examples and being, um, teaching kids to, to be. I said, are you, are you talking to me? She's like, yes, I'm talking to you. Look at the way you're raising these kids, letting them think it's okay. And I'm thinking, I have my daughter who is standing next to me. She's easily 10 feet away from her friend. The mom, like I'm sitting like that in the middle of the street, but I'm kind of like five feet off the curb. And then the woman, there's like the, the curb, then the grass, then the sidewalk. So she's, we're probably about 15 feet across from each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I looked at her, I said, I'm what's wrong? Speaking to another human being that you don't know like that, condescending them and being disrespectful. What do you think my daughter's going to think of you as you walk by? Because I can tell you right now, I'm not going to give you a nice look. And she was like, I said, how about excuse me? How about, you know, a ne- like it was just so these, some people are really taking this to a whole nother level and yeah. just not being kind at all. Like you should say, I don't know if you guys have it on Facebook, but do you guys, we have a town page, like the moms and dads page. And then there's a moms and dads with free speech page for our town. Because so many, they has got to be wild. And I know I'm Holy cow. The amount of insulting and disrespecting. One woman was saying how she gets angry about people not wearing masks outside. And 
the woman who she was talking to on this like public forum said, but I don't, I don't have by law, I don't have to wear a mask. So if I'm going on a walk, mm-hmm. I don't need to wear a mask outside. You know what the lady wrote back to her? Well, you're close to being dead anyway. So what's the difference? I was like, that, like, it's just a platform to, for people to be rude. And it's the same one woman who's got like all these kids that doesn't feel that she has to have a filter. She goes on this public forum and it's, it is, it's extremely helpful. And it gives you all the updates on where you can park and like, it's, it's a town page, but she goes on this thing and she insults everybody. It's amazing to me. It's amazing. And unhappiness with somebody's Ah. life. You have to be really unhappy. And I mean, I've been there. I mean, I hope I didn't turn into that person, but there's times where you're just in a bad situation. You're in a bad marriage. You've got kids that don't listen, whatever your life is, whatever it is. And you just, you feel like you don't even have control and you see something, somebody doing something that makes them happy and it triggers your mind. Of course, this is a very, you know, sick mind at this point because she's right. unhappy, but yeah, that's uh wow. That is some it's, wild it stuff. It was Honest to God, I'm going to screenshot it next time. I was going to say, I need to, I need to use one of your addresses so I can join that page. And just really, I just want to stalk. (laughs) It's incredible. And it's the same woman on both sites. I don't know what her, what her role is, why she hasn't been. And I almost, and I don't want to mute her. I was talking to one of my friends about it and they're like, just, just mute her. Like you can block her. So she, I said, I don't Mm. want to. It's like the content is golden. <laughs> Listening to her insult all of these people. So what is, you're saying is I really do need to like reactivate my Facebook and actually maybe look at it one of these days. You should. I'm, so yeah. and the other thing they're doing is for the seniors who haven't been, um, aren't graduating, they're having everybody post their high school picture. Oh, oh my God. Have you ever seen my high school picture? Do you have a picture of you from <gasps> senior year of high school? I have... Yes, I have seen your picture. <laughs> Are you sure you've seen? I'm picture? almost positive. <laughs> it is. It's a. Um, oh, O'Malley, I, I can tell you what. Do you have yours? Let me. I'm, I mean, if you're going to die laughing when you see mine. You're going to be like, and that was a tame Jersey girl hair day. It is a. Oh, no. Yeah. I was going to say, I remember you having big hair and we both laughed how we both had uh, the big hair. When we promote this episode, we're going to have to, in honor of the seniors for 2020 (laughs) who are missing out their graduation, we're going to have to post our senior high school. All right. This is a graduation picture. Let me see. Oh, my God. You look exactly the same. (laughs) How can you look exactly the same? No, that's not fair. I don't. I don't. It's very so long and curly. Oh my God. You look fantastic. I look 25 years older. No, I look awful. I have like a do not up. It's drying now. It's very annoying right here. Just like a rosacea patch? I don't even know what it is. I'm not really sure. Put a little olive oil on it. Uh, Maybe avocado. Put some avocado. You're not wrong. You're not. I love talking to you. I have to go help my mom set up her computer. I know. I know. Good luck tomorrow night. I thank you. I'm very excited. It's a free. It's it's absolutely free. It's a free Zoom session. It's um, breaking the glass, featuring leading through times of fear and adversity, and um, 
it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so it. flattered to be doing this with these incredible women. And, um, and that's about it. Yeah.